Yo, 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 first smoke of the day. We're back, man. Super special guest in the building today. This is episode 11. I'm here always with my co-host, Blackleaf. Oof. And we'll let this man introduce himself, man. What it do, what it do? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, huh? Yeah, what do you want to know about me? Shoot. Hey, uh, first your name and uh, where you from? Ed Bass or Bassmaster, whichever you prefer. From Philadelphia. Philly, huh? Yeah, guys, how you doing? <laughs> Philly in the building, baby. <laughs> Philly in the building. Ed the Bassmaster in the oh, building, man. man. For anybody that yes, doesn't sir. know, go on YouTube and type it in. Ed the Bassmaster, legend. Appreciate you coming on, man. Yes, yes. Thank you. We're smoking good in here. I yeah. think I've spent about a decade watching Ed's videos and just going deep, like laughing. I mean, the amount of characters. Oh, you look at that. He's going deep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly, bro. Oh, no, man. seriously. It's, it's a good release. And your Comedy shit, always is. Man, it's crazy. So. Talk about even, let's get into kind of what's going on right now. I mean, why I'm out here. Yeah, sure. yeah. LA and everything. So, so me and my boy are out here. We're working with Burner from Cookies. Um, who, Legendary. Yeah. Who hit me up as a fan and said, yo, dude, I'm a fan. I think we could do something together. Magic, Hell yeah. You know? So I was like, yeah, let's go, bro. And, um, you know, I'm an advocate for, for weed. So it just made sense and he gets it. So, and his whole crew does too. So they brought us out here to shoot and we've been shooting some stuff. Not sure where for sure it's going to end up, but the hopes is somewhere, you know? Oh, man, I already know it's going to be so fucking cool. We've been getting some epic stuff. We filmed a bunch of skits already, and we still got a couple more days to go. And I can tell by the footage I've seen and the the laughter we've got, it's we're going to kill it. Yeah, Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, I already know. Just watching your skits and thinking about the possibilities. Oh, hell. Well, it's like filming my skits, as I always did, but now with that production value that I've always begged for and wanted... Damn, so, you know, dope. crew of like 10 people and an audio, two guys doing audio, you know, and just all these cameramen and then, you know, surveillance cameras and monitors and watching behind the scenes so I can just go out and do my thing and not worry about nothing else. It's, it was pretty epic. So, yeah, man, we got something platform. coming. Yeah, that's yeah. dope as hell. And as you were saying, like the locations, I won't give it away or anything, but all really, really dope spots. And I'm getting to feel that nobody had any idea what was going on. So you got no, some good no. reactions. And, that, and, I, and everybody that knows me knows, knows that's how I roll. Like you got to, yeah. Don't tell me, Oh, this guy's in on it. Then no, he's not in on it. <laughs> he ain't in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, we don't roll like that. Like I, I, you know, specifically told them each shoot, you know, like, all right, nobody here knows. Okay, great. Make sure that's the case, you know, yeah. you need those reactions. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, I mean, we filmed in a gym, but a lot of people saw the, the pish chip diamond, uh, gym video that I did millions and millions of views. This is better, bro. This is like, wow. because we had, we had permission when, when we filmed that one, but we had permission here. And not only that, they went in and set up surveillance cameras and tapped the place with mics. So when I went in this chip diamond, like the footage was, I mean, bro, I, I was watching behind, you know, the zoom in, you know, on the monitors, like they could zoom in, they could see every single angle from the gym and they can zoom all the way into like just crystal clear. And it's like pff, next level shit. Yeah, you know man. Yeah. I mean, so I, I can't stoked. wait for that. Yeah, to drop. It was cool. We it's going to be dope. We had a blast, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> Unreal. I know. And I, one of my favorite things you do, bro, just to die is you went to Florida and you did the, the guy who's sunburnt and he's got the gold chain. And I mean, that skit I've watched 200 times. I go back to it randomly during the uh, day. Which I mean, one of, I'm the hacker. Sorry. The, he's like, uh, he's like, we're here in front of Joe's Marina. Or he's like, uh, and the guy's like, has to stop him. Ah, oh, man. Oh, I, oh, 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 I did a fishing tournament. That was my character. Can he catch him here? Yeah, can he, can catch, he catch him? Stay tuned to find out. 
Yeah, bro. So yeah, off he's he's, he's based off of just like, he's actually based off of a couple guys in particular, Roland Martin and Scott Martin, who were like I grew up watching oh, Roland yes. Martin. You know, he was he was my guy. You know, and you know the bright blonde hair and yeah. the golden tan, and then when they take off their shades, the tan line is just ridiculous <laughs> with this little accent. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro. So I did that, and those guys love it. And I'm friends with Scott, and and I met rolling and stayed at their marine and everything so they yeah that's fucking awesome yeah, they, they loved it it was cool we had a great time dude i mean it's off the chain you can go on a deep dive on his instagram and on his youtube and <laughs> it's just ridiculous oh, 700 videos <laughs> yeah exactly Wait, so when did when did you what was your debut on youtube when did you start i started my youtube channel in 06 and it kind wow. of just in about a year started. i knew it was a lot like yeah after about a year year and a half it was full time for me I, I think he put wow. me on you about pack gods pack gods put me on you about 2010 yeah. and i and i i mean he was like livid you gotta yeah. see this guy you got i mean bro look at this no hold on watch this video yeah. and i was yeah. like this is sick. when i i think when i discovered youtube you were like one of the first ones yeah. that i was like damn i can just keep watching these funny right, videos right. like looking at the car yeah, looking at it just look at it <laughs> yeah, but i'm a reaction guy even in real life like i enjoy laughter and all that thing too but like there's nothing better than reactions like, the, the natural like, reactions out in public are always going to be the best you know you can you, produce whatever you want to produce but for me like, i don't even watch anything i don't watch any comedy at all no offense to anybody but i don't watch stand-up i don't watch scripted shows i don't watch i don't have a netflix account i don't have none of this shit okay. i don't watch any content at all and i don't really have a really one good reason is just for the most part, honestly, I just don't care. Like, yeah, um, I'm focusing on what I'm doing. So I've pushed all that stuff out. I don't know any movies that are out. So, you know, when I go out and do my thing, like it's just coming from my brain and not something that was in the back of my brain that I saw two weeks ago and forgot. And then somebody's called me out on it. Hey, so-and-so did that. I don't want that to happen. That's one of the reasons, but, uh, it comes from a deep place then too. You have nowhere to pull from. So you're exactly, just pulling bro. from whatever is yes. deep inside of you and what you're feeling yeah. right then. I don't have material to work wow. off of. I don't know what's going on in politics. I don't know what's going Man, on that's in dope. anything, you know? That is crazy because that changes the whole lane of your whole comedy and yeah. how you approach it and how you enact it and how you can get it out to the world, basically. Yeah. It's just, it, to me, it makes it everything. I want to be original. I don't want to do anything anybody's done on purpose or by accident, you know? I don't mean, want to be influenced in the wrong ways. Yep. You got some huge balls too. Cause I mean, you're like the last one to break character too. I I mean, not, not, not even you do. There are some skits where I've watched where everyone else is basically running away. <laughs> and Ed's still giving people a hard time. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. It takes a lot of umph. It does. It does. Once I get into character though, it's, it's full blown. There's like no turning back. I told the guys today when I showed up on set, as soon as I walked on set today as Chip Dime and they started laughing, I was like, listen, don't start your bullshit. Let me get through this fucking thing. Will you? Exactly. You, you really got to act it out the, the whole way though, because like, even like they say, Jim Carrey in movies, like when he's doing those movies, like he's that person. You have to be bro. You have to be, it's just, I can't explain it because you want it to be real. Yeah. Exactly. Authentic. And that's one thing yep. that when I met Ed for the first time, that's the authentic. That's like the, the best word yeah, I could genuine. put in. Yeah, man. This is my first impression too. Just meeting him today is genuine dude. Uh-huh. Good dude. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then that. And then yeah, that. <laughs> but also, man, Ed smokes fire. Ed yeah. does smoke and, fire. And that's you how believe. I met Lance was just, he reached out. Did you reach out to me or did I reach out to you? I honestly don't remember. I reached out to you. Okay. Yeah. And then just on the strength, my man sent me out some of the shit, the fruity yeah. goo goo. Yeah, yeah. The fruity goo goo was the shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I knew Ed would like that one. I'm like, that's such a different one. And 
I, I was like, I got to get this guy something. I, and then I, once I knew he smoked, I was like, I got, I got an in. I know there's yeah. something that I could at and, least get to him that he would be like, oh, what is this? You know? And I've had, bro, I've had some would say the best, you know, and we've been all over and had it all. And when I had the black leaf, I was like, yo, that's the best. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that, yeah. bro. And, and even after with these guys that I'm out here with connecting with, and it's not just burner. I've met a bunch of other people that oh, have seen all kinds of stuff, you. bro. Your stuff is definitely legit and definitely up there. Top of the top. 100%. Thank you, bro. Let me get a pound. <laughs> yeah. You already know. You already know, man. That's dope, bro. And, and I mean, now it's really turning up. You're seeing all of Cali's flavors. Yep. You're really getting to, yeah. that's what's cool too. I mean, I know you're a connoisseur like the best of us. So it's probably been kind of cool being out here and literally getting weed thrown at you. I'm guessing to some Dude, degree. It's, it's yeah. It's like, we're just stockpiling. I'm like, I'm sending this shit home in a crate. Exactly. But it's, but, but you know, like sometimes out in Philly, it's hard to find stuff like that out there and it's hit or miss. Sometimes it's not always, you know, up there and, and we're getting spoiled now. So yeah. once you get spoiled, you don't want to smoke the other stuff. So most celebrities have like a guy that goes out and gets girls. Ed's a family guy, so he's got a guy that goes out and gets a bag. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Where's exactly. the crippy at? Exactly. That's yeah. fucking dope, bro. Straight That's up. dope. I get that stimmy check, cash that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude, well, what? I mean, on that note, so Philly, rough, huh? I mean, you grew yeah, up I smoking. Grew- you get a, What'd you get, like, haze out there and stuff? Or what, what I, were they I, seeing? I didn't get into weed really till about when I started doing YouTube, really. I didn't grow up really? smoking. I didn't, okay. You know, my whole life I smoked weed a handful of times because all I ever saw was stems and seeds and just shit that like I wasn't even interested in. Yeah. And then I started doing YouTube and I was coming out to Cali and I seen everybody smoke weed. I'm like, why is everybody smoking weed? I hear weed, weed's fucking good. It's shit. Yeah. And then I started seeing like this. I'm like, no, I never seen this. You know what I mean? And then I just, <laughs> I got hook, line and sink. You know what I mean? Yeah. And hell yeah. I don't drink. So weed's my thing. And it's just, <laughs> yeah big big <laughs> joints i mean same here man i don't about really drink what, either what you were what you usually see out in philly shit like that yeah and, and um you know so when lance sent that out i was like damn i got spoiled right away and and there's uh, no going back now there's no going back now what you i, make, I you... actually stopped smoking for oh for a couple weeks because i was like you know what if i can't find like the best i don't i don't even want to do it Okay. I mean, damn, that puts the pressure on me. I got yeah, you. I mean, come on, man. No, a hundred percent. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, dude, that's like, crazy. I know. I know. I got your text. <laughs> nah, Jesus nah. Christ, this guy won't leave me alone. I got to amp up, man. I just got to get, I got to get certain flavors. I got to get the Ed flavors put aside, man. He loves the fruity pebbles. So I got to oh, yeah. make sure there's always that. But Wait, what are you smoking on right now, Ed? Yeah. On this, whatever he gave me, I don't know. What That's the Georgia pie. I grew. Okay. Good. Georgia pie. Yeah. I grew some Georgia pie, which is actually cookie strain. We, I grew some out um, under LEDs and nice. uh, went the distance with it. Real nice. Got some in front of us. I figured Ed would like that. And then I also got a jar of fruity pebbles behind me. I brought Ed that I clipped right off the branch and, I wanted him to see something that's not trimmed. Yeah. So I know that's kind of crazy, but most people look at it and it looks a little rougher. It looks just different. So I was and like, all bring is a little different. snip, snip here, a little snip, snip there. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And Lance, <laughs> you were the first guy that actually took me and Ruben. Well, for me, first time ever behind the scenes in a, uh, and rarity, a dispensary. Talk about that it. experience. That was crazy, bro. I never, you know, I've, I don't even know that I've even seen like one legit pot plant in my life, even a single one. And then just to go see hundreds of them. 2000 2000 yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and, and <laughs> yeah. those nuggets growing on it was like yeah it was pretty neat dude to see that and, and then open a refrigerator with like 100 pounds in it oh that's what was that for the oil or something yeah yeah, all for yeah oil, it was, fresh it was, frozen pounds it was a neat experience and and you know as i got 
into better quality weed. I want to be, I want to be knowledgeable of all this stuff and learn it and eventually like work with different people and and grow my own like stuff that we like. Yeah. I mean, one of the best things that I know I, we we kind of talked off camera or off uh, mic before this is getting your own strain. And at the same time, finding something that you're like, I could smoke this all day, every exactly, day. Exactly. Yeah. And also on top of that, when you gave me the first sample and you set that out, I was like, the best part about that to me was I knew the guy that fucking grew this. Yeah. Yeah. And I never had that before. So that was, that was dope. Yeah. Actually, I, <laughs> one dope. time I was in Maui, I mean, uh, Malibu and the next door neighbor recognized me at this Airbnb we're at and he brought me over weed. He's like, it was grown right there in that hill. Hell he yeah. pointed to the hill. Right. <laughs> and it was, it was, you could tell it was grown outside though, but yeah. it was still legit. It was like, wow, he grew this. So it was cool to smoke it, you know, Alibu finest. That was some ocean grown. Yeah. 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 Well, there dope. you go. Real yeah. ocean grown. That's yeah. Dope. That is fucking cool, man. Yeah. I once time I was in Colorado one time and I bought this crazy ass, like $1,800 bong. And or it was actually twenty eight hundred dollars. Twenty. And this is in like two thousand three. And the guy, everyone in the place is looking at me like, is this guy fucking buying this bong? You know, it was on a pedestal. Like, <laughs> so when I got outside, I had this guy be like, come over here. And I was all nervous, like, yo, this guy's gonna try to rob this bong, right? And I went over there, I was with my girl, and he he reaches in his backpack and grabs the biggest handful of bud and was like, You gotta break that thing in right, bro. He's like, This, <laughs> this same thing. He goes, This was grown right there in that apartment. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank you, bro. And I'm like, I got a ha- two handfuls of like fresh crippy, you know, and just wow. and I had to get on the bus because we were in Vail. So I'm on the bus. I'm like stuffing it in my pockets. And Holy but yeah, shit. it's a little side. So, yeah, it's dope. Come bear in presence. And, and I'm guessing yeah. you've been having a lot of weed thrown at you out here in L.A. Not a whole bunch, not but too mostly, much. Yet. But Burner's been taking care of us. Listen, and, if uh, you see Ed throw weed at him, if, if you, with yeah. Big, yeah, if you with big burn, you'll be good now. For yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Flavors, so he, flavors, yeah. Flavors, so, on flavors. Yeah. And uh, we do my live shows. And when I was, you know, down in Texas and down in Florida, we've had fans bring and show up with gifts, which is nice because, you know, we get into these places. Sometimes we can't get anything. Yeah. So yeah, people show up and throw something on stage while I'm doing my show. Yeah. That's what's up. And we're like, there was one guy when I was doing one bit, I got out on, on the stage and I'm like, anybody got a light? And people just started chucking lighters at me. And I got a, a dude right up front handing me a lighter. And I was like, you got a cigarette to go with it, boss? And he's like, yeah. He started laughing. He pulls out a pack of cigarettes. And I grabbed the cigarettes. I was like, I'll get it. And I pulled just a handful of cigarettes out and hand them back to pack. And hold up. Oh, one's a pre-roll. <laughs> I was like, look at this. I showed the crowd. They were fucking dying. And he's like, that's you, boss. That's you. That's awesome. <laughs> right in the cigarette pack. Classic yeah. move. Yeah, man. Pre-roll in there. Hopefully his wife knew so, about it. Yeah. With doing the doing the skits and stuff. What were you doing when you were doing like live audiences and stuff? Oh, the live shows. So the live shows is um it's actually crazy because it's new for me. And a lot of people I got feedback after the fact of the show. After the show, people come like, yeah, that was fucking bro, that was great. We didn't know what to expect. We didn't know what you were gonna do because you do hidden camera pranks. I basically went out and freestyled it in each character and just went out in multiple different characters and just mixed it up with the audience. And just, it, it was, we, we crushed it. We were going, people were loving the shit, bro. They were fucking, and I was feeding off the energy and the laughs were genuine and they were just all throughout the whole show. Each character did his own thing and made them just laugh, bro. And it was, it was awesome to be told, you know, this was the best comedy show they ever seen in their life, you know, and hear it, shit like it's that. It's so different. I saw the videos and I was like, damn, that's a different experience. It's a different experience. And we're in comedy clubs and it's out of the box. Comics show up. They do stand up as themselves. And I get it. And I respect that. 
And then I come through in characters and some comedians even look down on like, wait a minute, you know, this is a craft that we work on. And it's like, I get it, but this is a craft also that I've been working on my whole life. Straight up. Um, And I, and I pay, I put my time in the streets doing it in public in front of a live audience all the time. So I, a home run is a home run. If you grip the bat different than he grips the bat, it doesn't matter. You're still hitting it out of the park. And, and one of the comics that I worked with, I don't know if you you guys know uh, Jeff Dye. He's I've a, heard the name, but I don't know. I yeah, haven't seen him. He, he's a stand-up comic, mm-hmm. and he and he asked if he could uh, open and and MC one of my shows. I was like, yeah, bro, absolutely. I never met him. I didn't hear of him, and then he killed it. My audience loved him, and he said this same thing that you basically said. He's like, you're either funny or you're not. If you make them laugh, that's all that matters. And and we did. We made him laugh, bro. We came out Straight and up. just we we killed it, and it was a lot of fun. And right now, it's actually on hold because I hired a management team to help me facilitate the tour. Cause I was doing too much and it was too much. So now I have manager, the team and they're great. And they're just, they're designing the poster for the, the really, <laughs> when we release the dates and it's going to be done, right. It's going to be, Hell yeah, yeah. they're going to put some money behind it. And, and then I'm going to go back on tour probably towards the end of August and go to all these States that I've been promising people. Yes, I'm coming. I promise. I promise. Cause my fans want me to come see them and bro, I want to come see yeah, them. Right. That shit is fun, dude. Yeah, it it looks fun. fun meeting people just in all these places and just yeah. the experience, man. It's a life experience. The smaller towns and shit. I mean, it's got to be classic and amazing. Just, just, just the whole mix of seeing complete polar opposites and, and cultures and, you know, New Orleans is a whole like vibe and this place is a whole nother scene, you Completely know, different. I got to pee. Can I go leak real quick? Yeah, right, man, definitely. <laughs> 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 Bro, did you see the behind Unreal. the scenes he did where he, like he would have people to the dressing room, right? And then he would do like a film, a skit with them in the dressing room. And I mean that just of that alone could be its own TV thing. Like I'm watching people come in like, Hey, Adam, it's nice to meet you. And then he goes in, he's in his character and he's like, you know, he does his part. It was fucking hilarious, bro. Yeah, he stays in character pretty well. <laughs> bro, ridiculously well. Yeah, I like that. What are you smoking on right now? Uh, this right now, I rolled up actually some of the weed that Burner gave Ed. So um, I'm smoking on some uh, some pave right now. I, okay. I, I think you think that's a pave, pave, pave? I'm smoking on Quavo's new Qua- strain. That's what I'm smoking. Quavo's I new like strange. Yeah, what, I wanted to try that. I rolled up Ed some Georgia pie since I figured he'd be smoking something different. You know, he had that already. What do you, uh, uh, I, you know, it's along the same lines as we were just talking to Ed. Gas and candy. That, I think that's right the now. ongoing thing right now. And that's what we were talking before. You know, we even started the podcast was like gas and candy is really like the flavor profile right now. That's the highlight flavor. Yeah. I'm I'm back, sorry. No, oh, no worries. <laughs> I know you guys saw me come back, but I'm doing it because the listener didn't realize I was back and I didn't want to be sitting there for Ed's back. I'm back. <laughs> By the way. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. He's back. Oh, man. man what else do so you want to rap about? I, 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 love, I love the live skits and uh, I love the fact that you're getting in some post-production, you know, some real production yeah, and man. all that's coming together yeah, now. That's, I actually, I was with a, a few friends of mine at, Ah oh, man, I forget where it was. It was like a, it was like a little party or something. But you were Applebee's. No, you were you were filming out here in Hollywood, and it was by a pool, and it was for that movie. What's that movie? That Guest you, House. Guest House. Yeah. Exactly. And I had seen you With over Polly there, Shore. and I, I kept saying Psh, "unreal" and did from across the pool or whatever. You were there on the set. I was there, well. I was there that night because they were also having like a little what they had like a party to make the set right. Wait a minute, I, you were there at that. <laughs> Yeah, I this came. Fucking me. I, I came after. I came at the end of you it. You on I the saw set of there. the guest house, and yeah. you saw me there yeah. at the end when you had your arm hanging through those last shots you were hanging, or you were you were doing the slow mo shots that they like. That's where you probably said you saw him before. Remember, you I, said I remember, when you, bro. you were like, "I think I recognize him." 
You awesome. never know, but yeah. But anyways, you were filming Did we that. meet at the No, so I didn't say what's up or anything. I was there with a few buddies, and, and it was it, it was like a yeah. It was, he was where heckling you, you, Ed. Where were you at? Like he was heckling uh, you <laughs> across the pool. Like you guys were underneath that little thing right there. The you awning? know the little yeah, exactly where the, the awning. Your arm was through. You were shooting that shot. You guys kept having to re reshoot that through. shot. Why it was through it? like a like a the thing that was holding the awning, like the bar. You know, it was like a still shot where you guys were all acting like fucked up after the. I don't even remember, dude, to be honest with you. or something. Yeah, exactly. Shit, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> no, but uh, it was funny because I didn't know what the hell you were doing. And then Either months later, I'm, I, <laughs> I you didn't even know what that was for? <laughs> I don't even know, bro. I'm so, I'm so clueless right now. I wish, I want to remember, though. Well, you were filming for Guest House, and then months later, I look on Amazon. I see the movie. I'm watching the movie. Had no clue still. And then, like, see you in there with that part. I was like, holy fuck, I was there. Did you night. know that that was a movie that you were at? I had no clue. It was a party, to my knowledge. Because it would, it, you had, you guys had already to the party. My friends Dubs, they're musicians, they're DJs, DJs, and they were at the party too. Their friend owned that house, or they were renting that. They're house, like big DJs, why. well, big, well known. And that's DJs. how you guys got all the kids and all the extra extras there. I feel like is because they were just like everyone come over or something, make it look like a party. I don't know. If it's the same movie, dude. There was no kids there. But I feel like you guys are wrapping the shoot, and people came to party after. Uh, I don't know oh, if I was there. To yeah, be honest with you, are you sure I was there for? 100%? Yeah, for sure. It was Ed Torian. It was a different Ed. It was Ed the horse. That, what, what, I don't know if he's fucking with me. Or I'm not. losing here, Ed. It's <laughs> 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 fucking weed you gave him burners. Got him all shot out. Well, what shit. happened is, bro, I pretty much forgot everything. So. No, but no, you probably feel no, so but much. In, in, the, in the movie, when is, your, when is your one part? Isn't it the beginning or the end? In the guest house. Did was, you even watch the damn movie, bro? <laughs> <laughs> nah, no. Um, yeah, actually, I had a watch party at my house. And I know I'm in the opening scene, but it's kind of like B-roll shots. That's what it was. That's where I was at. <laughs> and then um, when you were doing it. And then the I'm house. in the movie yeah. with a couple lines. Exactly. That was different. The end. But that was completely different. So yeah. I was there for those B-roll shots when you were wrapping it up at the end. And it was just funny saying that shit over the, the pool. I could tell you were tired as hell. You probably been shooting all day. It was like midnight. And uh, people started coming over to that house just to, like they're having to get together. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? So it was, just, it was funny that I had seen you there and. Then months later, during COVID, when I'm bored as hell, I'm watching the movie, and here we got Ed in there, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" I was there that night when they were shooting that. It's funny. Was I, I can't... in that movie, or you don't remember? Was I actually in that movie, or you don't know? Guest house, yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm com- now I'm confused, and I listen to the whole thing. This guy's got me doubting myself right now. Like, what the- he's like, wait a minute, I can't wait to see you out here, man. I, I want to. Yeah, people got to see that that the basically the the comedy show you put on is so unlike anything else I've seen, man. It's so dope. Just even the little Instagram posts you make, I, I rewatch because I was telling Pat God's that the when people come and meet and greet you, that's a whole show on its own. Yeah, I mean, bro. That's off the chain. Yeah. Yeah. We have fun, bro. Everywhere we go, we have fun. And, and it's just like, is this real? Is this real? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm staying at the cookies house and I'm looking out my, my, where I'm sleeping, you know, my bed, they gave me the master bedroom at the house and it's just overlooking the pool in the Hollywood Hills. I'm like, that's this, fucking dope, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's fucking dope. Yeah, it's, burner, re- it's really burner's, involving. Burner is, uh, a fucking doing it right. A real dude, bro. Yeah. He's doing it right. And he's a real guy and he surrounds himself with like the best crew and characters that everybody comes through that he fucks with i would fuck with he's building one of the largest if not the largest cannabis companies in the whole world 
Wow. That's, I mean, he's, he's halfway there, you know, meaning as far as like his engine, the thing is burning hot. They're cranking. They're in every state. (laughs) 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 I know he's got some great guys around. He got powers up. I saw you. He has a couple breeders that were around you. Jigga. His buddy Jiga. I mean, some of the legendary compound, guys in the industry, compound genetics, compound genetics all these there. guys are very highly coveted guys. I mean, some of the best breeders in the industry. I saw the picture of you. Somehow you were cutting the ribbon. <laughs> oh, for the, the ribbon the- at the cookies. <laughs> Santa Ana grand opening. Yeah. He, so that was Burner's idea. The first day that we got here was to shoot me just trolling them. He's like, Burner, basically, he knows what I do. So he basically said, come out here, do your thing, bro. And I, and I wrote every, everything that we shot was my idea. Like I, I said, this is the scenario for this. This is this. And he trusted me and I trusted him and it worked and it does. It, it worked first shoot at the cookie Santa Ana opening. You know, I'm just trolling people walking around, you know, and, um, no, and then you the cutting the ribbon. Cutting the ribbon. Oh yeah. yeah. So they were like, yo, burner's about to cut, to cut the ribbon. Maybe should go out there and be there for that. And I said, maybe I should go cut it my damn self. And they were like, oh shit. And I said, don't, nobody tell, nobody tell Burner, nobody tell Burner. And I was trying to get through the crowd to cut it because I was going to do it like, because if you watch it, there's a video of it. We both cut it. it, Like he cuts it first and then I Uh, cut it like right at the same time. It looked the same time. At the same time, right? But the idea was I wanted to go up when he wasn't even paying attention talking to people, just snip and walk away. And he turns around and it's cut. Like what the fuck? (laughs) And they told me his, his homies, they said, do it. You know, they, Yeah. He told me to do it, yeah, because he's cool. He's funny. He's right? got a green light around. That's dope. His crew's like that. Yeah, they're like, dope. yeah, get he's, him. Yeah, his crew's funny, bro. Their sense of humor is funny, and, and me and Burner, and we got the same type of sense of humor. So it just clicks. It vibes, dude. He like he gets it. He gets me. Yeah. And his crew is his his crew is legit, dude. Yes, they are. Yeah. He puts good people around him. Uh, similar to you, do man. I mean, you got your manager here, right? Uh, Ruben. Ruben's not my manager. Okay. He's, you know, my assistant best friend right hand man right hand man yeah Got does man. whatever i ask him i do whatever he i has. see you moving he's moving that's dope yeah. man crucial yeah it is yep. especially with how where burner's moving i can't wait to see you have the platform now this is going to be so dope to see this roll out yep. yeah yep. straight <laughs> up what do you what do you think it's going to roll out into maybe burner wants to make three of these like hour-long films and pitch them to netflix so oh, you know hell could, yeah you know could it go i mean i'd like a series on whatever whatever happens a series on netflix you know the live shows whatever, man. I'm just, I'm just rolling with it, man. I'm it's making a living behind it. Though. I'm making a living just hanging out and being you being me and, and hanging out with my friends and, you know, and being able to sit home with my family when I'm not traveling, I get to do whatever I want, dude. It's like, it's, it's crazy, bro. It's unheard of. Like all the people that I grew up with and I'm still friends with, they're working real jobs, bro. And it's, and I feel like, damn, that sucks, man. It, yeah. You know, no, seriously. And all I did was make people laugh and I'm fucking, it doesn't make sense to me. You know, <laughs> But it's all well, good, bro. It, it, it's like people when they get off work, what do they do? They pay to be entertained. It's, that's it's right. so it's such a big part of life. Like yeah. we just learned that this last year of COVID. It's like, damn, it's priceless and to have human interaction and entertainment yeah, and that's, is like priceless. When COVID was going on, my stories, I had so many people saying thanks for keeping me going through COVID. So that kept me going too to keep yeah. producing everything. And those were just my Snapchat, Instagram stories, whatever. And and I got, you know. I got a loyal audience that, that tunes in thousands of people every day or watch my stories. And I don't know, I'm just having fun thinking of funny shit in my head and putting it out there and they're saying, I'm keeping them going. Well, fine, whatever. I'll keep it going then. You know? Definitely are, man. I yeah. mean, I watch it every day during COVID. I was really, I was on it, you know, I was yeah. commenting, I'm like, I'm watching it. I've been loving it for years. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Straight Thank up. I've been loving it for years. Time, it's yeah. the beginning. Straight and it's up. dope too, because 
I mean, it's always something different with you. Yeah. It's never, <laughs> There's it's so not many the characters. same. Th- That's, oh, the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. Talk yeah. about, talk about some of the characters and like, how do you come up with these characters? The characters are just, I've always been type, I'm, I'm an observer and I'm a psychologist really is what I am. And I could sit there and I can watch somebody and it, it's weird, bro. Like I can read somebody really well and, and I can absorb people very You've been yeah. around a lot of different type of personality. Yeah. Types. And, Energy. And, and, and dude, like I'll watch a character that is in a group of people and I'm watching them and I'm like, nobody else. You guys aren't seeing this. You get infatuated. And I get infatuated with it and I study mm-hmm. it and I get obsessed with it. And then next thing I know, I'm talking like that guy in my bedroom at night by myself. I'm like, whether it ever services the video, people like say, are you going to, you going to develop any new characters? I could develop a hundred new characters tomorrow, dude, if yeah. I need to. Oh. Right now I'm, I'm, I'm having fun with my characters that are my other identities. Really? Yeah. And when an opportunity comes like with burner, okay, let's, let's, let's add three new characters to this movie. I got you, bro. We'll fucking do it in five minutes. Wow. <laughs> Cause I observe it and, and it's, and I can really emulate it really well. You know, it's hard to explain, you know? So you meet a character in real life, you emulate their, how their movements, their mannerisms, exactly. how they sound, exactly. how they dress, and how turn they the look. volume up. And then yep. you just, exaggerate it more exaggerate a little bit it's yep. fucking funny yep yep every one of my characters truth. mumbles it's, mumbles is the truth yeah mumbles my cowboy that you know wears a cowboy hat western character just goes out and came on fashion he came on action brian mccornash and action what they say and just mumble to people <laughs> and just fuck with them go in the hood mumbles in the hood and going on you know what i mean and just taking them in different places and he was direct I mean, I got him from my sister's best friend growing up. Her dad talked exactly like that. Holy. And shit. I'd be around him and hear him say, keep on Papa. She had me with foreign Texas. And I'd say, what the hell is he saying, dude? And, I, and I'd start impersonating him. And then I just built a character around it. And always testy is just like every knucklehead from Philly, dude. Like, you know, there's so many out there, you know, yeah. characters out there. There's so, there's, there's so many testies in Philly. That East Coast. And, yeah. and, they're, and, they're and everybody knows a testy. I was here, man. Oh, we got a family member. We got we got a testy in our family. <laughs> Straight and, up. And we got a Ronnie in our family. In our family. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's it's real. So, it's, Bro, how funny is that? Every character, people, I mean, it's someone in the family. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah I got, we got one of them. All my characters, can people can relate. And I mean... <laughs> And, and some people even think these, some people have seen my videos or they might've seen one video and thought that that character was a real person. Like I met a dude in Philly at at a convention center. He was a janitor there and I'm sitting there rapping to these two girls and, and there's hidden camera and I'm testy with the Eagles jersey and the jorts all the way down to the ankles. You know what I'm saying? Y'all fly. What's going on girls? What's up ladies? And, uh, this young kid comes up and he's like, Yo, man, you look like a dude I seen on the internet. His name always testy. I'm like, yeah, that's me, dog. That's me. He goes, yo, you fucking hilarious, dog. You hilarious. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. They took some kids, took some video of me and shit, put it online. That shit, you know, circulated. You know what I'm saying? And he and, and I never broke character. I just stayed in character. And I was like, that was what's up. You know, he thought I was really always testy in real life. Bro, there's levels. And, the, of and those girls this. probably were like, holy shit, who is that? Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> there's levels of it. It's literally like levels of comedy. You know? No, what I'm there saying? is, man. And it's cool. The, these characters, like you transfer, I can tell you, you live them every day. And that's yeah. how you, that's how you bring them, you yep. know, deeper and deeper and deeper. Yep. Because even just to get into, talk about when you're getting into a character or when you're building a character, it does it take you a little while to be able to have like full conversations as that character? Or yeah. you, you can just hop into yeah, it. Yeah, I can hop into any situation, right into anything. And that was when I started doing the shows. I started thinking about what am I going to write? What am I going to do? And I was having anxiety for a minute. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going out with five characters and I'm not writing a single joke down. 
And that's exactly what I did. And I went out and just freestyled it. Like basically it was my characters as stand up comedians. That's all I kept in my mind. I said, okay, I'm going out there as Ronnie and I'm going to, how would Ronnie do stand up comedy? <laughs> and he fucking worked. I'm like, yeah, what's up guys? I, I don't got no jokes. Yeah. I mean, I don't write shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I just go out and tell my life story, whatever, and just start talking to people, you know, and, and really working off the audience, like very interactive with the audience members, bro. And, and then Chip Diamond comes out, dude. At the end, he, we save him for last, and I come out as him, him. eating a fucking handful of pistachios and, and, <laughs> and throwing the shells, like, at p- random people, but not even seeing them. So, like, he's just, like, he's at the doctor's office waiting, you know, doesn't even see the audience, and they're just rolling at this, you know? <laughs> to this day, oh, my favorite skit is the one where he's at the furniture store as Chip Diamond. And he sits down and he's eating pistachios yeah. and tosses them <laughs> yeah. and he puts his leg up on the fucking <laughs> coffee table and it falls over and breaks. And the guy, the guy just does the guy's like doesn't know what to do. And then the best part ever, the highlight of I mean, I've laughed at this a thousand times is when he goes, you want he shows you the beds and you turn around and do a 180 full leaping jump into the middle of the mattress and it collapses and the sound it makes is like the loudest clap you've ever heard heard and <laughs> i went on the top turnbuckle and dropped bro. an elbow on the bed basically and it, and it collapsed it went bam it collapsed and a lot of people were like yo were they in on it were they in on it and they didn't know the the owner of the furniture store actually hit me up and he's like yo man you want to do a, i want you to do a video on my store i was like all right came up with the idea of just going out as chip diamond and just busting balls and i just i set it up i was like all right the first joke will be this you know um, me knocking over a leg of the table. You know, we set it up so the label, the table slams. I said, get a jar full of these little marbles. So they it just splashes every marbles on a cement floor, rolling Holy everywhere. Just, and a guy just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, you know, the next one, you know, me opening a drawer and rigging it. So it just breaks and falls apart like crap, you know? And, and then the, the grand finale was rigging the bed. So it would break when I jumped on it, but, and it broke and just made the, you know, but yeah, those guys didn't know. And he's like, would you like to take it? You're like this. Yeah. The guy's like, I mean, the, the facial expressions, you could yeah. tell it was so genuine. Yeah. It was ridiculous, bro. I mean, I would venture to say that some people, it would be so interesting to see how many people watched it multiple times, because I know I'm like a hundred of something on like, you know what I'm saying? Some of <laughs> yeah, those, yeah. it's not, it doesn't really give you the accurate viewage because yeah, there's a hundred thousand oh, yeah, views, sure. but every single person watched it 10 times. Right. And not only that, yeah. how many, how many times are you showing a clip to 10 other people or watching a video that's, that 10 other that people, was as many times as i watched counting as one view but because so the views are not accurate though <laughs> yeah I, I know i i know it's a group thing sometimes yeah. most of the time always and not i mean men- especially always. with comedy not to mention like okay so the just look at it video on my youtube <laughs> channel has like 30 something million views or whatever it is holy but that view that video has well over a billion views Without a doubt. How I know this because I've seen it on Facebook pages that had 30, 40 million views on it that I, it wasn't my page. They uploaded it without my permission, which I don't care, but I've seen that multiple times everywhere. This page showed it, this page posted it, you know, big auto, a lot of car, uh, that one's super viral. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, that meme of me pointing clip, you know, I saw it shared one day and it had 650,000 likes in one day. Oh, Not, I didn't post it. You know, I would have loved to have the credit for that, but yeah, you know, I think that's what, what, this, what about, what about when Bieber posted you, but he didn't oh, tag you. Wow. Oh, he oh, didn't tag really? me. I don't know. Did I don't he care. tag you? Yeah. No, I don't know. In the end. Yes. He did, did. he tag? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, well, I think here's you my said, thoughts on that. I think you said someone tell this dude to tag me. 
Ed's fans. Oh, no, no, no. What happened? Fans here's what happened. Play. Now, here's what happened. He posted one of my videos on his page exactly. and didn't tag me, which I don't care, dude. Like, yeah. My, my, my but everyone boy started tagging yeah, you. Yeah, well, even my boy Rube, like, fans. yo, they didn't tag me. They didn't tag you. And I'm like, that's all good. But then he he hit me up and he's like, yo, I'm going to dress up as Chip Diamond for Halloween. Oh, like, right, wow. Yeah. So then he sent me a clip of him wearing a, you know, a knockoff Coogee sweater yeah. and a wig and doing it. I was like, honestly, I seem better. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to the singing, pal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. Anyway, so but yeah. Did he yeah. end up but, doing it? So yeah, he did it. Oh, yeah, he did he it. Posted he posted that multiple that. times. Yeah, yeah too. Okay, Three, yeah. four posts. So he tagged me or whatever. But he also, he's hit me up and asked me to do a couple videos for him for his, like, uh, I think it was Drew? His, Who's Drew? That his company he owns? Dude, clothing company? Clothing company yeah. No, he asked me to just do like a happy birthday message for his little sister. And, oh, and, and then something else, well, I man. think. And his dad, his dad and I go back and his dad sent me some merch from his company. His dad's cool as shit. He watches Dope. my stuff. Yeah. And then when I sent him the video, he's like, yeah, let me know if you ever, Justin told me, you know, let me know if you ever need anything like me to make you a cameo video for somebody or whatever, whatever. Oh, man, but I not, never hit him fire. up because, you know, I don't. No, nah, I'm not like that. When you yeah, go yeah. to Canada, that's when you go swing by. And you know what I'm saying? You can have a day. I mean, yeah. But yeah. what's so dope is that he, Justin Bieber, dressed up for Chip. as Ed Bat, as Chip, Chip Diamond, Diamond for Halloween. I mean, that's legendary. Come on, that was. I remember that night, and I was like, "Whoa, that's that's crazy." And you're just scratching the surface. I already know that. I mean, you, the platform you're about to go on and how things are rolling now. I I just see it getting so big. Right. I mean, we would tell it. Let's go. Yeah, I get, already know. Get into when you were first starting, like how scared you were, and like how long did it really take? I mean, if you started YouTube in 2006. We're in 2021. That's already 15 years. Yeah, like, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, well, what were you doing so before that? Well, I was in the cell phone industry for eight years. I won't get too much into it, but I sold cell phones and worked in retail. And then, you know, when I started doing YouTube, it took about a year to a year and a half before I started making money. And then maybe a total of two years before I could quit everything and just do that. And I've been doing it for a living ever since. And it's been comfortable living. You know, I've been able to provide for my family. And you know, do what you love, do what I love, dude. And um, I see you coogee down. I mean, you're not fucking around, right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking Adidas slides <laughs> and one shorts from Walmart. <laughs> I, I but, did uh, see those. I was uh, like, man, my boy's nostalgic. He He's not, he's, he's, I don't he's, give he's a, still I don't living give a shit, it, baby. Bro. I don't he's give a shit. I don't care. I don't care. Philly all day. Yeah. I can, I can afford it if I want to. You know, not at all, but some some of that stuff. And I, I don't, I don't want I that. You know that, what I mean? Bro. Bro, I, I, yeah. I hang out with my family. We, yeah, you, you know, are. We just, we just really have fun. Me and Ruben have fun. We get to go and do stuff that nobody else gets to do. And we never take it for granted. We appreciate it. And we try to pay it forward all the time. And it is what it is. I mean, one of the big perks is, is traveling when did you when did you start getting some traction to where you were able to start traveling and like moving around right, when it started popping hits. with a year and a half two years into it with, with youtube a production company maker studios acquired my youtube channel and they were producing my content and bringing me out to la all the time oh and dope i was going everywhere bro wow. been, i mean we haven't been outside of the u.s with this yet so, um, so you're I putting was, up videos and they came in and said, yo, let's take this and amp it up some and we'll yeah. get behind you and yeah. basically start. Oh, yeah, and that's dope, a whole other story. But, yeah. Yeah. That's um, interesting. Yeah, I, it's not easy cutting these videos. Hell no, no. People don't not, realize that. No, it's not. So now this and thing if was, you miss it. I'm sure you, Ed, you got to focus on just being you and do your thing. Now yeah. you got to worry about who's shooting what angle yeah, and where this is. It's, it's tough. I got to yeah. say this crew working with Burner and going forward. I think I think I'm going to do a lot with Burner. Yeah. A lot with these guys because Burner really wants to tap into the 
comedy world and he wants to be a producer and creator, bro. Like me and him are on set and we're creating together and really we're just hanging out, vibing, lamping our asses off and um, we're getting like awesome content. So and it, it's, it's just now, now I know I vibe with this crew, bro. His crew is legit. Yes. Like we just all vibed. It made sense. It was, it's the best filming experience. One of the best I've ever organic. had. Organic. You can tell it's organic, yeah. man. And Jigga, he's got powers up. Yeah. I saw all those guys in the picture with you. It's all, it's all, yeah, you know, Jiggly, honestly, all those guys. Exactly. It's Shout all the, the head guys. Shout out to Sebastian over there. CB4. Yeah. That's yeah, my big dog right there. Great and he's been hanging tough, dude. bro. He'll, go, he'll shoot with us all day and then go back to the cookies house and still be shooting just like, BTS. Yeah, he don't play. He, he got to edit it. He yeah. really lives it. Straight yeah. up. And, we, we and the stuff it. that we're filming, I'm going to be editing with Burner in, uh, in Montana, I guess. That's fire. Oh, dope. Yeah, Enjoy we're going to start editing that ASAP and, and bring this heat. Man, that's going to be so yeah. dope to see yep, all that yep, roll yep. out. Hell yeah. Straight up. So so about a year and a half, two years in, it starts rolling around. You're able to travel around and, and move around. I was just saying, as you, you haven't been out of the U.S. yet, you, I think you had if you when you do, you definitely add some new characters to that. Oh, absolutely, we'll do shit. that. We'll do that. You go out of the U.S. and like, I mean, U.K. All these uh, man, I want to yeah. see the Ed Bassmaster. Yeah, bro. Expanibus. Worldwide, let's go worldwide. Ed Bassmaster at Spanibus, the go. largest hey. weed convention in the world. <laughs> if if you want to come, bro, yeah, we're we'll going out spot, there, hundred percent. All right, let's go. Unbelievable. <laughs> Spain, Barcelona, exactly. March. We'll be hell there. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. guys. Forget the second times, strand bullshit. We're definitely not. Uh, we're not going for that. Nah, nah. That's dope. No, but uh, just getting back into your story as you're going through, what kept you in Philly? What's you were just talking about kind of like the difference between Hollywood and Philly. Like what, what's kept you in Philly? And do you feel like that's kind of kept you true to your core and true to your fan base? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Just East coast born and raised and I'm happy with it. And my family and network and friends out there, I got like, I would be stupid to move anywhere. Like legit. It's little things like going into Philly soft pretzel factory, getting pretzels and the guy's like, yo, that's on me, bro. I'm a fan. And that shit happens all the time in Philly. You know, they love me, dude. And I love them. And, and I'm, even though I'm in South Jersey, which a lot of Philly people are, yo, why the fuck are you moving over the bridge? It's like, (laughs) relax. I'm 15 minutes from my old house. It's literally, I'm 15 minutes away from the house I was in for the last 20 years in Northeast Philly. I'm right across the bridge in South Jersey, literally. And I still hang out in Philly every day. Anyways, I'm in Philly, like literally almost every day. So I forget what I was saying. What, 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 no, I feel you. you. You live in 15 minutes away. You're still technically in Philly. But for but, them, but you like, had to level up. You need something better, bigger and, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. For so, your family. Well, so why did I move over there was because that was the best opportunity for me to get a decent place for my family and be the closest to Philly. Cause I wanted to be, I'm so close to Philly, dude. I, I, from my street, I can see the skyline of Philly. That's epic. And I'm, I'm like two miles from the bridge. Oh, that's so, dope then. So it's perfect. And it's just outside. So I'm in the cut. It's it's nice. It's family oriented out there. And everybody in my neighborhood that I've met so far is from Northeast Philly. <laughs> yeah. You know, so exactly. it's, all the it's a good extension. And it's a good mix too, bro. It's not it's not all this. It's not all that. It's a nice mix. Yeah. And, and everybody gets along and there's no bullshit. There. Do you not try to film where you live? Is that I, like yeah, shit where you eat type yeah, thing? Yeah. 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 I don't do yeah. a whole lot of filming there. I don't You'll want go to go into Philly. I don't want do to, you know, I don't want to blow their spot. It's a great little town. You know what I mean? It's a secret. It's a, it's like, what do you call it? A hidden secret, whatever hidden gem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a little hidden gem. You got a nice, yeah. Yeah, I love it there, dude. I, there. I love it. I love I love I, the town. And, and, bro, I've been welcomed with open arms. Like, the cops, the this, the that, the, the business, the neighbors, they just, they knew who I was. And they came, and they, bro, it's love out there, bro. So, dope. I'll never move anywhere. Yeah. I like it the there. Fucking Jersey doing it right. And they just went recreational. So, yeah. we should be seeing some fire out there soon. Yes, sir. I'd like to get involved with that. You know yeah. What I'm 
I mean, dude, if there if if anyone should have a cannabis company out of Philly, it should be Ed. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, no, I'm, straight I'm up. networking. You know, I'm 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 making some moves. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Get some black leaf in there. Don't worry. Hell yeah! That'll be my first brand. I see. When you were getting your new house, you were you were fucking with the landscapers and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. You do fuck so, her out a little. Well, you get yeah, me rolling. Yeah, well, so shit. that's right. So that's on. That's non-descriptive. You can't tell where that's at. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, sure, that's yeah. my house. You know what I mean? But, you know, these guys come through and, and they want to do this. They want to have fun and I want to have fun. So, all right, let's go. Every time, every time I have somebody come to my house, I think, OK, opportunity. You know? yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I was going to ask when people come over and do shit for you, whatever. Do you just you start fucking around with them? No, not really. Depends it's it's kind of tough. Mood. I kind of lay, I try to lay low because I don't want everybody to know where I live. You know what I mean? Burning Get some out. ideas like, you know, I'm sleeping on a mattress full of money or some shit. But, <laughs> yeah. And, which I'm not. <laughs> I repeat, I am not. <laughs> It's it, it's coming though. It's seeming like this movie content. Like to be honest, there we talk about it a lot. Like for the can- cannabis community, there's not a lot of content out there. No. There's not a lot of entertainment. There's not a lot of relatable scenarios. Uh, and it's the characters. same. It's the same way I feel about bass fishing. Bass fishing. You know, I've been doing it since I was a little kid, but they haven't cross promoted well to, in my opinion, to make it more universal because. Mm-hmm. You know, I always think to myself, the only people that are going to watch bass fishing are people that bass fish and it's a really small niche. Let's let's integrate the two so organically that it like kind of brings people into it, you know, not so shoving it down your throat. And the same thing with the cannabis industry. I can do the same thing there. I'm the guy that knows how to to bridge the two yep. and do it organically and not do it like so loud, like, hey, buy this, buy this, ram it down their throat. It comes through with comedy. Yeah. So, so it's a lighter, yeah. it's easy to so take I, in. So I do comedy mm, and, and I, I post, I post up a video of me fishing, like on my story and I'm adding my humor to it. And, and then I got people, yo man, that, that looks fun. Like what kind of setup do you recommend for me to start fishing? And that's what I want to do is like, you know, I want people to see the fun of it and the good of weed. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not so, you know, like stigmatized, stigmatized and black label. Like, come on, it's, it's people are drinking and going to bars and then leaving and killing people. You know, like we're chilling and the weed weed community, everywhere I've been, the weed community, everybody gets along and everybody's cool. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Way less destructive and way less. You can live bar fights at a weed convention. Never. Hell no. (laughs) No. You can, you can live a life on cannabis. Yes. You can do it every day and still live a great life. You can function. You can't do that on alcohol. Exactly. You can function and you can function in my opinion. I don't know. I don't want to say clearer minded, but just (laughs) higher vibration. Higher vibration. I mean, it's like what? What cannabis it, and comedy are it go hand in hand what do you too? think it does for your process like do you smoke a joint or something before your show or like what what's your oh, yeah, what's yeah, your yeah. ritual it's before just, the it, show right now it's just there's no ritual but i'm just i i just always have a joint on deck and that's smoke it i just always have a joint on deck even in we, your creative we, process even wherever bro we yeah. walked into the airport in philly i walked in the airport with a lit joint i wasn't putting <laughs> it out i got in the elevator <laughs> yeah. at the airport about to go to TSA, got out of the airport. There's fucking TSA right there. Stopped it out on their rug and fucking, I'm always going to smoke. You can't tell TSA, me. TSA, they do shit different in Philly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like I'm going to smoke. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry. I apologize, but I don't really care. Bye. Yeah. You know, cause you're going to catch flack here and you know, even from like family that aren't, it's tough. aren't for it. It is tough, but it, if yeah. they realize it's they, harmless, if they just realize if they just realize. Yeah. And that's the hardest part. And that's honestly why I'm from the East coast too. I'm from Florida and I moved out here because of that stigma, because it was such a turmoil and such a thing. And, and even in my creative process, it was like, man, I love this thing that 
I, I get so much flack for. I love this thing that helps me, but people don't understand it. Like, man, why don't, and meanwhile, they have their other vices or they have all their other stuff and it's not going, you know, tit for tat, but it's just like, man, I wish they would just have some understanding that this is, I don't drink, I don't do this, but this actually helps my creative process. My mindset, this I'm a more giving more kind person with this. Yeah. Who am I harming? Yep. And I mean, especially with creatives, I have some strains and that's honestly when I breed and, and the, when I grow, I tailor all my stuff towards creatives, like my strains nice. and stuff, like a lot of the fruity pebble, it's high terpene and high THC. That combination of those two, I think for creatives is the one because it opens up. It's like aromatherapy. It, so you get that with the high THC and it, I mean, boom, you're, you're set. Now here's going to be something that some people are going to disagree with or whatever. If I smoke weed and I really like it, I can't tell if it's a sativa or an indica. And you shouldn't care. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. I feel. It's like THC percentage. My, my, my thing is it like, doesn't matter. my thing is like, okay, you show me a nugget. I look at it. It looks mm-hmm. beautiful. I smell it. It smells good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the right texture, consistency, perfect weed to me. Grind it up. It rolls a perfect joint, right? It burns perfectly all the way to the end. It tastes good and I feel good. I love I don't that. give a fuck if it's a TV or anything. I don't no. even, mo- to be honest with you, I don't even care what the strain is. Yes. So, you shouldn't either. Right. And it shouldn't matter. It's how you feel. Okay. And that's why, I mean, it could be any, and that's the dope thing about this is that there's so many other strains. You can literally love the grower. Like, oh man, I love the way this guy grows weed, but these strains aren't for me. It's the same with a chef, right? I could, this guy's an amazing cook and he can gr- grill the best steak ever, but he cooks some crazy ass shit. I don't like, but then you find a certain chef who does both. He, he has the, the palate you like, and he cooks the food you like. Yep. It's the same thing. And yeah, man. super important. And I mean, I would love to get to the point where I know where you have, once you have your own strain and you just constantly have that, yeah. you know, yeah. and then you go from there and you have different options. Yeah, I'm spoiled, that. dude. I gotta have, I gotta have black leaf in my life. I would love something you know. fire. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And it, and I'm, you know, Cookies it gets challenging. It gets challenging yeah. on the, you know, the East coast, but I think that it's going to catch up probably within the next year, two years, I would say you'll start seeing some Cali strains, mm-hmm. some, some Cali companies and stuff like that. We're yep. seeing it now just coming in Florida, alien labs, jungle boys. Cookies. I met those uh, alien labs. We had something from them when we were in Florida, somebody gave us uh, their stuff. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. It just shows you. No, it's, it's just crazy. It's, it's everywhere. I mean, it's like, it's like anything. Could you imagine if the best of the best alcohol or just whatever, like if alcohol was, wasn't legal or whatever, like the best of the best alcohol, I mean, it would end up all over the world. Yeah. It still does. Yep. It, you know what I mean? I mean, with Japanese whiskey, mm-hmm. that's a big thing, right? It's very hard to get Japanese whiskey. Lot, yeah. So people will pay upwards of $10,000 a bottle for these limited batches of Japanese whiskey. And the U S is like, it's very hard to get here. People actually yeah. fly there, pick them up and fly back. So yeah, uh, it, it goes everywhere. Note, it goes to Spain. It goes everywhere. I mean, it's, but isn't that like anything that's even like comedy? People will fly out to these shows and I'm sure you get that all the time. People flying out to see you because yeah. I mean, yeah, we had people, shit. we had people that drove 12 hours to see the show and I was like, fucking awesome. And I was like, were you, 12 were, hours. Were, did you come it. out here for something else? No, we came out here for you. I was like, Jesus Christ, bro. It's touching, you know? Yeah, man. When, when you come around and do the tour, where are you thinking about heading with it? Everywhere. That's awesome. Everywhere I can go as long as I can do it. Just And the money is great, but it's not really my sole motivation. My sole motivation is all these people that have been watching me for 10 years, and they're like, dude, when are you coming? I want to see you, and I want, I want, that, I want to give them that experience, and I want to experience it too. 
Yeah. yeah. How are you going to go about that? Like the bookings and stuff. You just, well, I have a touring agent and a touring and I have a manager and you know, the team, they, they go around and see which areas that most demand is. And I don't, uh, I'm not really sure how they, we can't get they, in all that boss. I, well, I don't know. No, <laughs> I got the kind of time, boss. boss. <laughs> oh, um, you know, what's funny is I could see Ed opening up for like Metallica. Dude, like straight up. I just met the bassist, uh, He's Trujillo. a dope. Yeah. Yeah. He was at the uh, cookies opening, right? Damn. Crazy shit, bro. I'm standing there, right? And I see him walk by and I'm like, yo, he looks like the, the bassist for Metallica, right? <laughs> he Except looked- he was like this tall, dude. He was really, really short. And I was like, nah, because I, I swear I didn't. When you idolize him. someone, they're seven yeah. feet tall. Yeah. Well, plus all the pictures that you see him playing that gnarly bass, he looks seven foot tall, bro. <laughs> yeah. So he walks by and then um somebody comes up to me like, yo, that's the bassist for Metallica. I'm like, but the, but he came up to me and shook my hand like I I don't know if he knew me but he left he's like yo and he, he probably sh- he did shook my hand yeah. and the guy that he was with shook my hand and he said he was a fan himself who that guy was dope. so I I was like that was him I fucking chased him down and he's like yeah bro and it did a little clip on my story yeah oh man that's, that's fucking epic. awesome yeah yeah because back in the there day- getting getting smoke or what I don't even know <laughs> I mean if not he was there to meet Ed too yeah, so it was know. one on one. That's hey, so that's dope. dope. No, I'm yeah. sure he was over there. I ain't gonna lie. I don't think burn. he was there to meet me, but. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was there for probably the, the opening and shit. Yeah. That's fire as fuck. Bringing that's in dope. dudes like that, legends. Yeah. Damn, that's fucking crazy, yeah. Well, Yeah. Shit, man. Well, well guys, it's been great. Uh, how long is this? Uh, what do you say? Uh, but, uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna fucking wrap it up here. Wrap it up here in about a minute or two or what? I gotta exactly. pee again. I'm hungry. A little yes, bit more sir. smoke. I gotta yeah, get a yeah. plane tomorrow morning. <laughs> no, nah, but, nah, but it's Ed, been we need awesome, you on here another bro. hour. It's usually a two-hour show. I mean, show, it's bro. fifty-five <laughs> minutes. You need to stretch it to an hour. I got that, but no, <laughs> uh, no, nah, nah, man, it's been awesome, bro. I, I know. Yeah, we're bro, make sure I appreciate the friendship heavy. and the, yeah, man, I appreciate you know everything you've done, sending stuff out, meant a lot, bro. I always, you know, I always mention you. I always talk about you guys. Oh man, I always, I, I just like forward, looking out yeah. for you, bro. I just yeah, make sure you're smoking right. It's genuine, dude. You came out. Last couple of times ago, we came out to LA. Lance showed up to where we're staying, you know, with gifts. You already know and he's was, he's bigger. He and to be honest, he does that with everybody, bro. Yeah, it's appreciated. He's just like that. You know it's what I mean? He really yep, is like yep. that. If he thinks you're a good dude, he comes with gifts every time he sees you. It was so, funny. I I met up at Ed's and Ed wanted to make sure I wasn't like a weirdo. Yeah. So as soon as I, I knew Ed touched down and shit, I came bearing gifts. And then we met in the front of the house, and I was like, "Here you go," and shit. And we talked there for a few minutes, and then he was like, "Felt me out," and then he was like, "All right, yeah, let's go smoke. Let's go hang out." You know. Oh, yeah, but it was just funny. But yeah, man, you I, was thinking too much into it because it wasn't even that. I was like, we're standing in the front of the house. I was nah, like, yeah, bro, here's a I bunch never, of weed, I, bro. I don't know. No, nah, I never had no, okay, no, no okay. doubts. Nah, yeah, yeah. no, nah, but it's I, I get those intuitions. Believe me. I want to make yeah. sure if he comes to L.A. that he's smoking fire. That's clean. That's grown right. Yes. That for his creative process, if I can help that even in the tiniest percentage, that's what I'm about. So 100%, yeah, yeah, man. yeah. Hell yeah, you yeah, yeah, want a strength. Hell yeah. Well, thank right, we'll you, bro. After this, pre- no problem, appreciate boss. you, no problem, boss. Appreciate y'all. First smoke man, of the bro. day with Ed. Ed. They start in the third. <laughs> expect, some, <laughs> expect some shit from uh, Ed the Bassmaster within the cannabis industry, man. You definitely are making some power moves with the probably, you know, the top power player in the whole oh. damn industry. So I love I love to see that and and for you to make time and do all this shit, man. We Hell appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, all to the next one, well, right, fellas? Hell yeah! Hey, all man. that, all right. All it's that, boss. Nice. All that. All you guys, take care. Peace. Wrapping up episode eleven, first smoke of the day. Peace, peace. peace.